generation where everybody's coming out of the closet most of you should go back in it and even in the scripture you're called to stay in the closet particularly in the time of prayer 
not in the street putting a tefillin on or a Jesus tattoo across your head or across around your neck for people to see. Go back in the closet. Nobody wants to see your dirty laundry and your private time with your wife is a time between you, her, and God. <clears throat> but voyeurism is everybody trying to look in where they should not look in and be in the middle of what they should not be in the middle of to either show off, to brag, or be perverted. Matthew 6 says, be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men. Don't you hate it when you're at a grocery store line and they say, would you like to donate and how much and put you on the spot or stand out and scream at you in the middle of the street outside of a store trying to pigeonhole you into giving and you fall for it because you care what people who do not know you think. They know nothing about what you do and what you've given unless you brag about it and announce it to earn brownie points. Your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will then have no reward from your father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with your trumpets. Your mouth is your trumpet. As the hypocrites do in the synagogues, churches for you. And on the streets to be honored by men. How generous you are, how nice, oh my gosh, what do you give? And then looking at what someone else gave and what they gave. I will tell you the truth. They have no, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Jerry Lewis Telethon, godless. So that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. It's all about the father. It's not about you or somebody else looking at you. It's about the father. Most of you have a problem because you don't serve the father. You serve yourselves. You serve the one you sleep with. You serve the one you work for. You serve the neighbor and you serve the stranger. You'll serve anything but God. Get back in the closet and keep your mouth shut about what you gave and what you do. Silence. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners. To be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their much speaking. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you even ask. This then 
is how you should pray. Not what to pray, how you should pray. It's a how to, not a what to. Our Father in heaven. It doesn't mean to quote that. It means to address your Father in heaven. You pray first acknowledging Hashem, your Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Holy, set that name apart from any other name when you pray. It's not repeating these words. It's using these words as the model, the outline to how your prayer should be structured. First acknowledging your Father. Set his name apart. Your kingdom come and your will be done above all. Pray for his domain and his will. His decrees, his codes to be followed on earth as it is in heaven. That we on earth will resemble the obedience that's in the heavenly realm. Give to us this day our daily bread. We beseech you, Father, for the things we need for today. Manna in the desert, the bread for the day. Worrying about what you're saving up for the next six years or six months in your storage shelters. Unless he told you a famine is coming to prepare for it. Forgive us our debts, our sins, our debts, as we forgive our debtors. What is this teaching you? Praying for forgiveness of missing the mark, not keeping the standard, and being equally forgiving and merciful to those around you, especially the ones that work for you. And lead us not into the Testing, the temptation is a bad word, interpretation, but deliver us from evil. The testings, never put too much on us and we can bear. Never so much that I feel I don't need you. Never so little that I feel like, where are you? For if you forgive men what they have done against you, Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive, even your sins will not be forgiven. And when you fast, do not look somber like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces. Show men that they're fasting. They have received their reward. The opposite he tells you to do. Wash your face, smile, laugh, sing, do whatever. Don't try to look somber and order somehow another to receive upon yourself some pious adoration, a piety for men. Give God the glory. You're not serving God for what I think of you. You're serving God for what he thinks of you, what he knows of you, not thinks he knows. To confirm your heart before the Lord, not men. You are your father's property the maker of heaven and earth. Pray that way, worship that way, give that way. Preach and share that way to make the father happy, not the people that you're talking to, preaching to, witnessing to. We're not here to make people feel good. We're here to help them become good, which means followers of God. We're not here to protect their emotions. We're here to spur on their devotion. Stop being self-centered. Be God-centered and live.
save us, free us, make us holy now. By your power, rescue me. By your spirit, Lord, set me free. Yes, when we say, when we pray, we say, Oh Lord, we worship, we worship you. Singing glory and honor, hallelujah. You are worthy, you are due. All we offer up to you. Take our praises as we sing. We say, mm Touch your people 